The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Atlantic has taken the field. We'll run them over defensively for you in just a second. And the Raiders getting ready to step in against right-hander Jacob Josie, the uh, starter for Florida Atlantic. Comes in at 2-2 two two with a 3.76 earned run average. 26 in the third innings. He's allowed 32 hits, 11 earned runs. He's given up one home run, walked seven, and struck out 18. And hitters are uh, bearing at a rate of 3.02 against the pitcher, Jacob Josie. His last start came last weekend in San Antonio. He went five innings. Gave up seven hits, five runs, in a 7-2 loss to the San Antonio team, which is still undefeated, by the way, here in Conference USA. So for the Raiders, J.T. Mabry, Gino Averos, and Brett Coker will get it started here in the first inning. Defensively for FAU, they will have Caleb Pendleton behind the plate. Handling the pitcher, Josie. Ross at third with Albert at shortstop. Frank at second base. Shanuel at first. And in the outfield, Goldstein, DuBose, and Millen left to right. Exactly the same lineup Coach John McCormick used last night. And why change? FAU coming off a 13-5 win over the Raiders last night. Raiders are in their black tops with white lettering, white numerals, gray pants, and the camouflage caps today for this Saturday game, getting started at 4 o'clock Boca Raton time, 3 o'clock back in Murfreesboro. We'll give you a station break in just a moment. As uh, Let's go ahead and take 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Blue Raider Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. First pitch of a game was a call strike to JT Mabry. We're underway right on time, right at 4 o'clock here Eastern Time in Boca. One strike to count to Mabry, a right-handed batter. And the second Pitches fouled off to the right side, and that's going to scatter them out on the hill down the right field line. A lot of youngsters here today. Several of them are on the field for the national anthem. And the count goes to 0-2 on J.T. Mabry. Jacob Josie, the pitcher, the right-hander. Give you a little bit more information on him in a moment. As Mabry looks at an 0-2 pitch, slams it fair down the third baseline, rolling into foul ground. JT is on his way to second base, and he is going to pull in there with a stand-up double as the Raiders have the first man on here in the first inning. For Mabry, that is his seventh two-base hit of the season, just inside the bag at third base between the third baseman Ross and the bag, and Mabry's at second base with nobody out. The Raiders had a total of 17 hits last night against the Florida Atlantic pitching staff. They used five pitchers, as did we. Here's Gino Avros. 
And he is around the bunt, pushes the bunt foul behind the plate. One strike. Raiders trying to get out in front early by getting that runner down to third base, but the bunt attempt went foul. 79 degrees at game time. Skies are perfectly clear, and the winds coming a little bit stronger than yesterday, coming out of the southeast at 17 to 20 miles an hour, which means we have to anchor everything down here as we're outside under a tent. Pitches low and outside for ball one to Averos. Gino is a native of Clarksville, played at Austin P, and came over after his senior season as a grad transfer. Moved into the starting lineup during the Western Kentucky series. Pitch outside for a ball, two balls and one strike. JT Mabry with the leadoff double down at second base. Infield not too deep for Avros. Pitch comes a little bit high for ball three. The wind blowing in from left field. The left fielder, Goldstein, has shortened up considerably. The center fielder playing shallow. The right fielder, Millen, is just about normal out in right field. And the 3-1 pitch is swung on, hit to right center. Millen coming in. He is going to make the grab. Mabry tags and draws a throw but cannot advance. And that is out number one here in the first inning. That will bring up Brett Coker. Brett, four for four in the game last night, all singles. And up to his batting average to 388. FAU pitcher Jacob Josie, 6'1", 185. He is a redshirt junior out of the state of Florida. The ball hit sharply to short on one bounce, and they've got Mabry hung up between second and third. The toss back to the second baseman over there to the third baseman for the out, and Mabry was caught off second base. That put out will go six to five to four to five. I think it will be the second out of the inning. Coker reaches on a fielder's choice. Ball was hit sharply on one hop to the shortstop, and Mabry was out in no man's land. So Coker's at first with two outs for Jeremiah Boyd. Short lead, and Boyd takes the strike at the knees. Boyd three for five with a double and a run batted in last night. Comes in hitting 373. Here's Josie's pitch. Misses outside. One and one. Jake Botek is the home plate umpire. He had first base last night. Last night's plate umpire, Thomas Newsom, is the third base umpire, and Brian Clark is calling him over at first. One ball, one strike to Boyd, who slaps this one in the right field for a base hit. Coker will turn and hold it second as Millen gets the ball in quickly. And that is the Raiders' second hit in the inning. So Boyd continues his good work with the bat. First and second. 
for Briggs Rudder, who hit his first home run of the season last night in the first inning with two men on. Let's see if he can repeat that. Rudder comes in at 318, takes a strike. Had an ocean and held up on the swing, and the pitch caught the corner. One strike to count to Rudder. First and second, two outs. Right-hander comes set. And Rudder hits a little bouncer to the left side. Third baseman Ross has it. Only plays to first, and he makes it a good throw. Rudder retired third to first. So that is going to be all for the Raiders in the first inning. They come up empty, no runs. There were two hits and two men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. It is Middle Tennessee nothing and Florida Atlantic coming to bat. As you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we take you into the bottom half of inning number one for Florida Atlantic. It will be Albert Hardigan and Shanuel to face right-hander Jaden Ham. Jaden is three and one, making his sixth appearance, sixth start. He has one complete game and one shutout. 32 and two-thirds innings. He's given up 28 hits and 11 earned runs. His earned run average, 3.03. He's allowed two home runs, has walked 11, struck out 41. Opponents hitting 235 against Jaden Ham. And he is ready to face Armando Albert, who had four hits in the game last night out of his leadoff spot for Florida Atlantic. First pitch is in for a strike, nothing and one to Albert, the left-handed hitter. The first three batters in the order are left-handed. Ham listed at 6-1-1-90 out of Cullioca, pitched at Columbia Central. A swing and a ground ball to second. Mabry scoops it and over to first in time, and that is out number one. Albert grounds out, second to first. Mitchell Hardigan. The designated hitter will step in. He is a senior. Had one hit in the game last night. One for five. Steps in batting 280 and bounces this one to short. Coker scoops behind the bag at second. Throw to first. A bad throw. And the tag is made there by D.J. Wright.
Coker took something off on the throw. He didn't gun it over there, just kind of lobbed it over, and it was not a good throw. Wright had to come off the base. The first base upper called the runner out, but he's still standing on the bag, and John McCormick, the head coach, wants a word with him. I don't know if he's going to ask uh, one of the other umpires about that or not. Now the umpires are going to confer in between home plate and the pitcher's mound. Sometimes this is good news, and sometimes it is bad news. So the runner at first, Hardigan, momentarily has uh, been called out on a 6-3 putout. And we'll see what the ruling is. D.J. Wright had to make a swipe tag coming off to the home plate side of first base. And now they're going to call him safe. And this is going to bring Jerry Myers out, and he wants an explanation. He says if he's got a right to ask, then I have a right to ask, and he is not a happy camper. The call was out. The umpires got together. They reversed it. Apparently, it was the third base umpire who was the uh, dissenting umpire in that. And I don't know what the, um, the home plate umpire had to say. He had a little better look than the third base umpire did. But Coach Myers is talking to both the base umpires right now. If the if the call is safe, Hardigan will be at first base, and that would be a throwing error on Coker, who had a couple of bobbles in the game last night. And apparently that uh, is going to be the case. The runner is going to stay at first. We're going to score that in E6. And the batter is Nolan Shanuel. Shanuel, the big first baseman, hitting 440. Nine home runs, 28 driven in. Ham's pitch, a strike on the outside corner, nothing and one. The Raiders were able to handle him pretty well last night, although he did get on base a couple of times with a couple of walks and stole two bases, did not have a hit. Here's the one-strike pitch, missed outside, and it's one and one. Jackson Ross, the on-deck hitter. So Hardigan initially called out but ruled safe at first base is the runner there. Here's Ham's pitch. Missed inside, ball two. Two and one. Davros playing fairly deep in right field, as is Luke Vinson in center, swung over into right center. Galloway moving over a little bit into left center for this strong left-handed hitter. Swung on, hit to short. Up with it, Coker out at second. Throw to first. In time. That is a double play. That is a 6-3 double play for the Raiders. And it will get Jaden Ham out of a spot here in inning number one. No runs, no hits, one error, and nobody left. We've completed one full inning. Middle Tennessee nothing, FAU nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. <sighs> prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Top of the second inning, no score for the Raiders. It will be Galloway, Wright, and Jennings to face the right-hander, Jacob Josie. As we mentioned uh, in the pregame show, Josie started against UTSA last weekend and absorbed the loss in the second game of that series. Right-hander deals, and the first pitch low and outside to Galloway for ball one. Jackson's bat has started to come alive, and that's good news for the Raiders. He was three for five yesterday with a run batted in. Takes ball two. Coach Myers moved him up a notch in the batting order. And he's hitting now with a 2-0 count as Josie delivers, and that's a strike down the middle, two and one. Galloway now at 270. Still looking for his first home run. He has four doubles. And swings through this fastball, and the count goes to two and two. Top of the second inning, no score. Right-hander delivers inside ball three. So now Galloway's run the count full three and two. Payoff pitch coming. Swung on ground at the left side. Albert shortstop charges, picks it up, throws to first in time. Got him by two steps. Good play by the shortstop, Armando Albert, for out number one here in the second inning. And that will bring D.J. Wright to the plate. I guess no one thought to ask D.J. if he made the tag at first base. In that uh, bottom of the first inning, fouls this one straight back. Strike one. I'm outside uh, under a big tent with uh, plenty of shade. Nothing to keep the wind off, however, so got to keep everything anchored down here. Swung on, fly ball, right field. Right fielder Millen moving over. Foul ground. He's not going to be able to get there. That drops... uh, harmlessly to the ground, and it's 0-2 on D.J. Wright. A lot of foul ground to cover for the outfielders in left and right, and also for the infielders at first and third. Two strikes the count. Here is the pitch to the plate, and it's grounded foul left side, and an... (laughs) 
One-hand catch made by third base coach Jason Steen. Just kind of nonchalanted that uh, one hopper and tossed it back to the dugout. Two strikes the count. Wright takes high, ball one. Florida Atlantic in their bright red jerseys today, white numerals, white pants, and navy blue caps with a red bill. Pitch goes low, and it's two and two to right. Wind blowing out of the southeast. The pitch comes inside, ball three. So the pitcher, Josie, has run the count full on the first two hitters here in the second inning. He got Galloway on a ground ball. Here's the 3-2 pitch, and it's hit to short. Albert charges. Ball skips off the grass and skips past him. It took a bad hop off the edge of the infield grass, and he had to try and change direction at the last second. Could not come up with it. I think that will go as a hit. Wright is at first base, nonetheless, and the batter will be Gabe Jennings. They have not put anything on the scoreboard yet, and here's the pitch. Jennings fouls it at home plate, strike one. It looks like they put an error up there. That is a very tough error on the shortstop. That ball took a bad hop right at the last second and skipped past the shortstop, Albert. There's a ball lined to third, grabbed by Ross. Quick throw to first, but not in time. Jennings hit it solidly, but right at the third baseman, Ross, who made the play for out number two. So D.J. Wright remains at first base with two outs, and the batter is Luke Benson. Luke had a hit last night, one for three. Comes in here hitting 3-11. The only left-handed batter in the Raider lineup fouls this one off for strike one. Got some Blue Raider fans here today again. Had a nice delegation for last night's game. Pitch to the plate, hit him in the, looked like hit him in the right foot and caromed, the ball caromed all the way over in front of the FAU dugout. So Vincent hit by a pitch. And for the second straight inning, the Raiders have two men on. And the leadoff man, Coming in, J.T. Mabry, who doubled to lead off the game. Runners first and second, two outs. Josie with the pitch. Breaking ball comes in low for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Mabry bounces it up the middle. Albert to shortstop. Comes off his glove into left center. A run's going to score as the throw comes back in. The Raiders have runners at first and third. That ball took a high bounce. Went off the shortstop's glove into left center. We'll see how they score that. They gave him an error a minute ago on a pretty tough play. Coming in to score, D.J. Wright. And over to third, Luke Vinson. And Abros will be the batter. 
They're going to give uh, JT a hit on that. There's a strike called Avros. So that will be a bad hop single. Scoring DJ Wright and sending Benson to third. There's a ball hit in the air, foul down the right field line, and the count will go to 0-2 on Avros. Raiders on top, one to nothing here in the second inning. Runners first and third. Chelsea into the stretch and the pitch to Avros. Strike three call, and the inning is over. So that is all in the second, but the Raiders get on the board. One run, one hit. There was one error and two men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Middle Tennessee one, FAU nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Go to the bottom of the second inning. Raiders leading one to nothing. FAU will have their four, five, six hitters coming up. Ross, Goldstein, and Pendleton. They did get a runner on in the first inning. Hardigan was safe on an error, but he was erased on a double play to end the inning. So... So far, Ham has faced the minimum. Here's Ross, 315, two for three in the game last night. Right hand hitting, third baseman. Takes the pitch outside for ball one. Jaden Ham was the starting pitcher against Western Kentucky in the Friday night game last weekend. He was not around at the finish. Ross hits it into center field. Benson moving over to his right and shallow uh, or to uh, right center and makes the catch for out number one. One out in the second. And this will be Dylan Goldstein, the left fielder. Goldstein had a hit in three trips in last night's game. Comes in hitting 337. Four home runs, 22 runs batted in for this left-handed hitter. And the first pitch in the dirt and almost hit the uh, umpire. Got away from Rudder. <laughs> Plate umpire makes a trip out to the mound to give Jaden Ham the ball right back and says, uh, 
son, I don't have all the catcher's mitt. You need to throw to that guy right in front of me. Jaden just lost control of that pitch. One ball, no strikes to Dylan Goldstein. Pitch inside, ball two. That's where Jaden was trying to put that first pitch, but it got away from him. Two balls, no strikes. Swung on, fly ball, right field. Avros down the line. That one's going to get out of play. That may have cleared the fence out in foul ground. I think it did. Two balls and a strike. One out in the second. Raiders leading one to nothing. The pitch missed outside. Ball three. Three and one. I'm checking that armband to get the call. And the 3-1 pitch is grounded to second base. Mabry bobbles it, picks it up, throws late, but got him. It's a good recovery by J.T. Mabry. Bobbled it initially, was able to recover and get the throw over to first in time. Two up, two down in the second inning. Batter is Caleb Pendleton. He had quite a day yesterday or quite a night last night. Two home runs, a three-run homer, and a grand slam. Seven runs batted in for this right-hand hitting catcher. Ham ready to work, and a ball hit high in the air and foul down the right field line. The baseball field here is adjacent to the basketball arena at FAU, which we visit, uh, have visited generally every year. There's a swing and a miss. He just fired that one right past Tuttle a good fastball. Two strikes the count. A lot of tennis courts over to our right. Pitch comes in high for a ball. One ball and two strikes to Pendleton. Right-hand hitting catcher and uh, coming in with a 310 average. Picked that average up a bit last night with those two home runs. There's a ball hit to left field and deep. Let's see if the wind helps us on this one. I think it will. Galloway settling under it, and he's got it for out number three. Pendleton hit it up into that stiff breeze, and that time Galloway was able to track it down. That is all in the second. Three up, three down, nothing across. For the Owls, we've completed two full innings. Middle Tennessee one. Florida Atlantic nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Brett Coker will lead it off with the Raiders in the third inning. Coker reached on a fielder's choice in the first inning with uh, when Mabry, running at second base, ran into an out as Coker hit a sharp One bouncer to the shortstop, and they caught Mabry between second and third. Coker had four hits last night. He's extended his hitting streak to 13 games. As he stands in against the right-hander, Jacob Josie. Pitch is swung on and skied foul down the right field line. Right fielder makes a run, but Millen is stopped by the fence down there and the kids are going to scramble for a loose baseball. There's a hill outside the fence separating the field of play from uh, the fans area and on top of that hill folks have set up camp and nice crowd out there. Pitches outside. One ball one strike to Brett Coker. Hill on the left side doesn't have as many folks on it, but uh, several, I see a couple of tents and some umbrellas out there to keep the sun away. There's ball two, two and one to Coker. Leading off here in the third inning, Raiders leading one to nothing. The pitch, a strike called and it's two, two. Coker, Boyd and Rudder here in the third inning for the Raiders. The 2-2 pitch taken for ball three. That was a close call. And it is full now, three and two to Coker. Swung on, fouled off at the plate. This breeze coming in from left field and blowing right into us here is coming right off the Atlantic Ocean, which is a mile and a half away to the east. Pitch inside almost hit him, and Coker will take his base with a full count walk. First walk given up by Josie. Raiders with the leadoff man on. And Jeremiah Boyd, the batter. Boyd single to right center in the first inning. Boyd, a strong right-handed batter in the DH role again today. And hits it off the handle of the bat foul off into the palm trees to the right. One strike to count. Boyd, a catcher by trade, has caught a few times for the Raiders this season, but primarily been used as the DH. Swung on, grounded to third, bobbled, picked up there by Ross. His only play will be to first, and it's a bad throw, and Ross is safe. He pulled 
Samuel off the base with the throw. Ross bobbled it initially and then made a bad throw. So the Raiders have them at first and second with nobody out. That will be an E5 error charge to the third baseman. And the second error for FAU today. Now first and second with nobody out for Briggs Rudder. Grounded to third in the first inning. Rudder takes a strike over the outer half and it's nothing and one. Jason Steen coaching at third. Mark DeLua at first for the Raiders. And the pitch to Rudder swung on, hit to short. Albert's got it to second. One out and over to first. Picked nicely by the first baseman for out number two. That's a double play. Six, four, three. That will advance Coker to third with two outs. So Rudder grounds into a double play. Two down, runner at third, the batter Jackson Galloway. Gratted to short in the second inning, 0 for 1. Here's Josie's pitch, taken outside, ball one. Raiders got a run in the second inning and lead it one to nothing. Right-hander delivers, and this is a strike called, one and one to Galloway. Coker leads from third. The ball hit in the hole. Base hit, run in. And the Raiders lead it two to nothing. Jackson Galloway comes up with a two-out single to score Brett Coker from third. And the Raiders take a two-run lead. For Galloway, his sixth RBI of the season. Hit it in the hole between short and third. That is hit number four, run number two off Josie. And the batter is D.J. Wright. Takes the pitch high. Four ball one. Wright was safe on the error by the shortstop in the second inning, which actually led to the Raiders' run in that inning. Pitch outside. Two balls, no strikes. So the Raiders, as they did yesterday, score first in this game. Yesterday, we just didn't uh, get enough hits with men on bases. Pitch is fouled out of play to the right. The Raiders stranded 15 runners yesterday, left the bases loaded in the fifth and the sixth innings when they could have tacked on a few more runs. And a ball fouled back over our heads, out of play. Two and two. In the last two games, Middle Tennessee has had a total of 35 hits. 18 against Tennessee, uh, Tennessee Tech on Tuesday and 17 last night. Runner goes. Throw to second is in time for the out. And Galloway is thrown out trying to steal. 
So that is all in the inning, one run. On one hit, there was an error, and with the out at second base, nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning, Middle Tennessee two, FAU nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the home half of the third inning with the Raiders on top two to nothing. Trying to get uh, even in this series with Florida Atlantic. It'd be Millen, Frank, and DuBose, the bottom three in the order. Against Jaden Ham, who delivers a strike called to Jake Millen. Millen, a left-handed batter, coming in at 194. However, he does have a couple of home runs. Takes a fast strike, and it is nothing and two. Millen was 0 for 4 in the game last night. Jaden Ham winds and fires. The breaking ball comes in a bit high. One ball and two strikes to Millen. Swinging a foul back. Count holds at one and two. Benson a few steps over into right center for this left-handed hitter. Avros in right field about straight away, as is Galloway in left. Ground ball going to be hit right back to the mound. Ham picks it up, underhands to first base, and that is out number one. Mellon bounces out to the pitcher for the first out. Here's Dalton Frank, the second baseman. Frank had a hit in three trips last night, batting an even 200 for the season. Right-handed batter takes the first offering from Jaden Ham up high for ball one. Frank's out of Loxahatchee, Florida. 5'11", 175. He's a sophomore. Foul this pitch off, and it is one and one. Popped up. Foul out of play. Sorry, that first pitch was, uh, second pitch was a ball, so it's two and one now. 
Two and one to Dalton Frank. One out here in the third. Ground ball to short. Hit slowly. Coker's going to have to hurry. Picks it up. Double clutched and still made the play at first. Frank grounds out. Short to first for out number two. And the batter is Jalen DuBois, the center fielder. DuBois, a right-handed batter, batting in the number nine hole. Had a two-for-four game last night. As Ham's first pitch in there at the letters for a call strike. Blue Raider right-hander delivers. Swung on, hit to short. Coker scoops. Throw to first is off the mark, but the tag made by D.J. Wright. And that is all in the third. So DuBois out 6-3, short to first. Three up, three down, nothing across in inning number three. And your three inning totals for Middle Tennessee, two runs on four hits. They've committed one error. And for FAU, no runs on no hits. They have committed two miscues. Two to nothing. The Raiders lead as we go to the fourth inning of the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Go to the fourth inning with the Raiders leading two to nothing. This is the Wendy's inning. If the Raiders get a hit in this fourth inning, everyone will win, or everyone will have a chance to win a free Dave single cheeseburger, courtesy of Wendy's. Let's see what we can do for you. Ground ball left side, two hops. Long throw to first in time from the shortstop, Albert. And on the first pitch, D.J. Wright grounds to short, four out number one. Wright had been batting when Galloway was thrown out trying to steal to end the third inning. So with one out, Gabe Jennings steps in. Hit the ball sharply, but on a line drive right to the third baseman his first time up. Takes a strike call, nothing and one. Raiders have single runs in the second and third for two to nothing lead. Ground ball left side, third baseman. Ross has it, spins, fires to first in time. Two up, two down on ground ball outs here in the fourth. So it's gonna be up to Luke Benson. He was hit by a pitch in the second inning. 
Luke swings from the left side. And the pitch. That is in for a call strike. Nothing in one. Luke's brother, Kale, got in the game last night as a pinch runner late in the game. I think it was the last inning, and we failed to mention, failed to pick that up, actually. So we apologize uh, to the Vincents for not uh, mentioning that, but he did get in the game late. Kale is a freshman, Luke a junior. Both played at Oakland High School. Count is one strike, and the pitch is taken low for a ball. One and one. Coach Jerry Myers came out of the dugout to have a word with Luke after that first pitch. There's a ball swung on and fouled off to the right. Going to be close to the FAU dugout, which is down the first base side here at the Owl Stadium. One and two the count. Josie, the right-hander, delivers and swung on and missed. Strike three and three up, three down for the Raiders. Sorry, folks, no cheeseburger this inning. Strikeout number two for Josie. The Raiders go down in orders. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning. It is Middle Tennessee two, FAU nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Take you into the bottom of the fourth inning as the top of the batting order will be coming up for the Owls. It'll be Albert, Hardigan, and Shanuel. Games yesterday saw UTSA remain undefeated in the league with an 11 inning win at Rice, 4 to 3. So the Roadrunner's off and running. First pitch to Albert outside, ball one. Dallas Baptist, new member of the league this year, defeated Charlotte 6-2. to two. That was at Charlotte. There's a letter high strike, one and one to Albert. And in the other game, Florida International playing at home, lost to UAB as the Blazers won 15-5. Popped up, left side, everybody on a run. Coker in foul ground is going to grab it. Almost overran it, but he got the glove up just in time, and Albert retired on a foul pop-up to the Raiders shortstop, Brett Coker. One out in the fourth. 
As we mentioned, a lot of foul ground down each foul line here. Here's Hardigan, who was safe on Coker's era in the first inning. He has been the only base runner for Florida Atlantic in the game, and he was erased on a double play. First pitch went back to the backstop for ball one. Hardigan, a left-handed batter, primarily a left-hand hitting lineup. Five lefties in the lineup for Florida Atlantic. There's a strike called. It's one and one. Jaden Ham ready to work. Delivers a breaking ball right in there. One ball and two strikes to Hardigan. Now DH stands back in. The one-two pitch swung on foul straight back. And the count holds. The Louisiana Tech-Western Kentucky game scheduled in Bowling Green yesterday was postponed because of weather. They're going to try to play a doubleheader today. Pitch comes inside to Hardigan. Two and two. And the pitch. Swung on, grounded foul. Over in Bowling Green, and two of my good broadcasting buddies going head-to-head, Dave Nitz for Louisiana Tech and Randy Lee with the Hilltoppers. Swing and a miss. Hardigan down on strikes as Ham picks up his first strikeout. And that is out number two in the inning. The batter is Nolan Shanuel. Hit into a 6-3 double play to end the first inning. He's the league leader in home runs with nine. Looks at the first pitch high, ball one. Big strong left-handed hitter, stands very close to the plate. In fact, I think he's a little bit over the line. The batter's box, a swing and a miss, one and one. He could actually be called out of the batter's box. Well, that back foot is clearly over the line of the box. Swing and a foul out of play. The count goes to one and two. Now he's going to back that back foot up just a hair. Ham ready with a one-two delivery, and it's inside and hit him in the foot. As if to say, get that foot back a little bit. So, Shanuel becomes the second base runner for the Owls today, hit by a pitch. He's at first with two outs, and the batter is Jackson Ross. Ross fly to center back in the second inning. Ham obviously trying to move Shanuel back from home plate and came a little bit too far inside with that pitch. Pitch to Ross is taken up high for ball one. So Shanuel at first, two outs and a one ball count to the cleanup hitter, Ross. 
Breaking ball comes in low and outside, and it's 2-0. and you got to keep an eye on Shanuel. He has eight stolen bases this season and had two yesterday, one of which led to a run. And he does not have a big lead at first, and the pitch, a strike called. It's 2-1 and one to Jackson Ross, right-hand hitter. He was the regular third baseman for the Owls a year ago. Ground ball up the middle. That is a base hit, and that is the first hit of the game. Shanuel turns. He's headed for third, and the Owls have him at the corners with two outs here in the fourth inning. Ross, a solid ground single up the middle for the first Florida Atlantic hit. Shanuel moved over to third on the play, so runners at first and third, two outs, and the batter is Goldstein. Left-handed hitter, grounded out to Mabry in the second inning. The pitch to the plate is hit to center field. That's going to get in, and it's going to be cut off out there by Benson. Gets the throw in. They're going to send the runner. Here comes the throw to the plate, and it's cut off. Two-run score on the double by Dylan Goldstein. Did not get to the fence in left center. Benson was able to cut it off. Got the throw in in good fashion, but the throw to the plate was cut off. I don't think they would have gotten him had it gone through. That's a two RBI double for Goldstein. There's a grounder to third. Jennings has it. Makes the throw to first. That is in time, and that's the inning. So Caleb Pendleton, after that first pitch, grounds out to Jennings at third. But in the inning, the Owls come up with two runs on two hits and one man left on base. We have completed four full innings. It's Metal Tennessee 2 and FAU 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be True Blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Well, the drag of the infield here after four innings of play. The Raiders and the Owls tied at two runs apiece. 
Lightning's Locker Room, powered by Textbook Brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or at their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider, powered by Textbook Brokers. Well, Jaden Hamm had been sailing along with two outs in the fourth inning. He hit Shanuel in the foot. Ross followed with a single to center, and Goldstein with a double into left center sent both runners scurrying home and tied this ball game up. For the Raiders, J.T. Mabry leads off in the fifth. Mabry with a double and single, two for two. Pitches outside. One ball, one strike now to JT. Here's Josie with the pitch. Line foul, left side. Going to be out on the hill. One and two. Three thirty down each line here. Three seventy-five into the power alleys and four hundred to straightaway center. Swing and a little tap foul down to third base side. Count holding and a ball and two strikes to JT Mabry. And caught that outside pitch and just fouled it away. That one was not in the strike zone, but Mabry not taking any chances. Count holding at one and two. And Josie with the pitch, hit in the air into right field. Millen coming on, still coming, shallow now, and makes the grab for out number one. Mabry flies to Millen in right for the first out. The batter will be Gino Avros. Gino has flied to right and been called out on strikes, 0 for 2. Looking for his first hit in the series, he was 0 for 4 with three strikeouts last night. Bounces this one to shortstop. Big hop for Albert to throw to first in time. And that is out number two. Evros after that first pitch. Grounds out to the shortstop Albert. And with two outs, the batter is Brett Coker. Coker's been on on a fielder's choice and walked and scored in the third inning. The pitch to the plate is low and outside for ball one. Coker hitting 388 after a four for four game last night. Swung on and fouled out of play, one and one. The FAU men's basketball team plays for a chance to go to the final four tonight. They'll be matched against Kansas State. There's a strike called. That game at Madison Square Garden. One ball and two strikes. Swing and a ground ball to short. Picked up by Albert to throw to first in time, and it's a quick one, two, three inning for the Owls in the third for the Raiders. Nothing across. And we go to the bottom of the fifth inning, halfway home in this game. 
It's Middle Tennessee 2, Florida Atlantic 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning and a 2-2 ball game. Teams will conclude the series with an 11 o'clock start tomorrow. That's Murfreesboro time. We'll be on the air at 1045 with our pregame show. And then the Raiders will be returning later that uh, evening Back to Murfreesboro. Jaden Ham's first pitch in the fifth, swung on and missed by Jake Mellon. Leading off here for the Owls. Mellon bounced back to the mound in the second and in the third inning and was retired. Pitch comes outside, one ball, one strike. Mellon, Frank, and DeBose, the bottom three in the order for FAU here in the fifth. Swing and a miss. Ham ahead in the count. One ball and two strikes. Jaden has only given up two hits, but they both came in the fourth inning after he had hit a batter. There's a swing and a miss. Strike three. And Millen down on strikes. That is the second First Vision Bank strikeout. For Jaden Ham, who has not walked anybody, he has hit one batter, and that uh, that runner came around to score. One out in the fifth. Here's Dalton Frank. Takes a strike call. Nothing and one. Frank grounded to short in the third inning. Right-handed batting second baseman for the Owls. Pitch comes outside. It's one and one. Raiders will have a midweek game next week in Huntsville, Alabama. They'll be playing the University of Alabama, and the game will be in the Pro Park in Huntsville. Pitch is right in there for a strike called. One and two to Frank. One out, base is empty in the fifth. Swing and a miss, went reaching for an outside pitch, didn't get it. And that is out number two. Back-to-back strikeouts for Jaden Ham here in the fifth inning. The batter is Jalen DeBoise, the center fielder. 
Batting here with the bases empty and two outs. Popped him up into shallow center field. Benson coming on. Mabry's back, second baseman, calling for it. The wind took that one away, and Mabry had to stay with it to make the catch, which he did for out number three. A quick one, two, three inning in the fifth for Jaden Ham and the Raiders. We've completed five full innings. It is Middle Tennessee 2, FAU 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of (laughs) P-I-Z-Z-A? Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the top of the sixth inning. The pitcher Jacob Josie out of Ellington, Florida, was not a starter last year. He pitched in long relief for the Owls. He has uh, grabbed one of the weekend starting positions for them this year, making his sixth start. And his first pitch to Jeremiah Boyd, bounced to the left side in the hole. They are not gonna have a throw. And Boyd will have an infield hit. So Boyd, with his second hit of the game, leading off the sixth inning. And that is hit number five for the Raiders. Here's Briggs Rudder. The Raider catcher has grounded to third and hit into a double play. 0 for 2. Swings and fouls this one to the backstop for strike one. That wind is picking up and then dying down, and it's been doing that ever since we've been here. A little bit stronger today than it was last night. The pitch outside and one ball, one strike to Rudder. And we understand it's coming right off the Atlantic Ocean, about a mile and a half away to the east of here. Here's the 1 1. Bunted. It is going to be a foul ball. Took a bounce down to third base side fair and then went foul, and the catcher. Pendleton swatted it away with his mitt to make sure it stayed foul. So the count will be one and two to Rudder. Boyd, the runner at first. Nobody out here in the sixth inning. Raiders trying to get something going for Jaden Ham. Pitch to the plate is outside, ball two. Two and two. 
Al's right-hander comes set, and a foul over in front of the Blue Raider dugout. Count holding. Two balls, two strikes. Josie with the pitch. Struck him out swinging as Rudder went reaching for an outside pitch. That is strikeout number three for the Owls right-hander. And with one out, the batter, Jackson Galloway. He has grounded to short and single to left. Drove in a run with a third-inning single. Josie out of the stretch. Ball hit foul out of the play to the right. No balls and one strike. Raiders will be at home next week, next weekend against Conference USA opponent Florida International. It'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Reese Smith Field. Ground ball right side. Second baseman stumbles, picks it up, throws to first, and gets him. Frank, the second baseman, got there quickly, although he slipped a little bit on the uh, edge of the outfield grass, but was able to get the out at first. Boyd moves up to second on the play. And with two outs, the batter is D.J. Wright. Wright has been safe on an error, has scored a run, and is grounded out. Takes outside for ball one. Gabe Jennings waiting to hit next. Hopefully, in this inning, he will have it at bat. Here's the pitch. Foul straight back. And the count goes to one and one on DJ. Right hitting 296 coming in with five homers. Leads the Raiders in home runs with that number. The pitch. Take it outside. Two balls and a strike. To the Raider first baseman, D.J. Wright. Out of Blackman High School. The pitch. Outside. Throw back to second is not in time. Boyd, the runner, got there under the tag. The count is three and one. Jeremiah Boyd, the runner at second with two outs here in the sixth inning. Swing and a miss. Two and two, or three and two rather, on DJ. Full count. Josie comes set, checks his runner and delivers. And it swung on and hit in the air foul off to the right. That'll be back over near the tennis courts. Count holes at three and two. And the three, two payoff pitches outside ball four. He lost him. 
T.J. draws a two-out walk. So the Raiders have two runners on here in the sixth inning, and the batter is Gabe Jennings. First and second, two outs. Catcher Pendleton flashing some signs to his infielders. Uh, don't know what kind of play they might be putting on here with runners at first and second. Pitch to Jennings is outside, ball one. Time called. The pitching coach is going to make a visit. Jordan Tabakman, pitching coach, coming out to have a word with his pitcher, Josie. This is March 25th, and back in 1914, on this date, Babe Ruth made the first start of his professional career. An exhibition game played in Wilmington, North Carolina, pitching for the International League. He defeated the world champion Philadelphia A's 6-2. He was 19 years old at the time. A left-handed pitcher pitched a complete game, allowing 13 hits and four walks, but still got the win. First professional pitching start for Babe Ruth. This day in 1914. One ball, no strikes to count to Jennings, and the next pitch to him is outside for ball two. Luke Benson scheduled to hit next. Raiders scored first in the game, had a two-to-nothing lead, but FAU tied it with two in the fourth inning. And the pitch misses inside, three and zero. Oh. I don't think I ever gave you that station break. We'll do that after this pitch. And it is a strike call. Ten seconds for station identification as you listen to Blue Raider Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS. Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Get in the air into left center field, but not deep. It'll be grabbed there by Goldstein coming in. And he will make the catch and continue on to the dugout. That is all for the Raiders in the sixth. No runs, one hit, two men left. We will go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It is Middle Tennessee 2, FAU 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. It will be the top of the batting order in the sixth inning for FAU. Albert Hardigan and Shanuel against Jaden Ham. Pitched five innings, allowed two runs on two hits. He has not walked anybody and has struck out three. Albert is 0 for 2. The left-handed hitting shortstop takes a strike call, nothing and one. He is grounded out and fouled out. Ham's pitch caught the outside corner for strike two. No balls, two strikes. Hardigan waiting to hit next. Swung on, hit in the air, foul down the left side. That's going to be out of play. Count holes at 0-2. Our Blue Raiders softball team playing at Louisiana Tech today. Hopefully they're getting those games in. I think yesterday was postponed. Uh, scheduled for a doubleheader today and uh, single game tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Pitch the plate. Again, fouled out of play. This time over on the hill. Down the left field side. Count holding at 0-2. Here's the pitch from Ham, and it's a check swing. Did he go? They appeal. Nope. Third base coach said he did not. Third base uh, umpire said he did not. And the third base coach was in agreement. It's, it's the manager, John McCormick, or the head coach. Ball lined in the left field. Galloway coming on, makes a running catch. And that is out number one. Albert hit that ball solidly, but Galloway had him play just right. One out in the sixth. Here is Mitchell Hardigan. The DH has been safe on an error and has struck out. Raiders got single runs in the second and third innings. The pitch is low. FAU picked up two in the fourth inning. And that's where we are. 2-2, bottom of the sixth. Hardigan, a big left-handed hitter. And the pitch. Grounded foul over to the on-deck circle. Shanuel, the on-deck hitter, fielded it cleanly and tossed it out of play. One ball, one strike. Jaden Ham with the pitch outside, ball two. Two and one. Little bouncer, and that is going to be a foul ball. 
Rudder had a decision to make, whether to try and grab it in fair territory and make a play or let it go foul. He chose the latter and probably a good decision. Count will go to two and two on Hardigan. One out here in the sixth inning in a 2-2 game. Bright sunshine here in Boca Raton. Pitches high outside, ball three. Full count, three and two. Guess this will be our last trip here as Florida Atlantic will be leaving the conference to go to the American Conference next season. The pitch. Ground ball, right side foul. That hit the foul line and skipped foul before it got to first base. Fielded by D.J. Wright. The count holds at three and two. Here's Ham with another 3-2 pitch. Hit in the air, foul off to the left, and that one's going to be out of play. Hit the top of the third base dugout bounces away so the count remains full at three balls two strikes here's Ham's pitch and it's low for ball four that is the first walk Given up by Jaden Ham, and it puts Hardigan at first with Shanuel coming to the plate. He has hit into a double play and been hit by a pitch. He scored a run back in the fourth inning. Again, he stands right on top of home plate in that left-hand batter's box as Ham delivers the pitch, and it is a bit low for ball one. Coker, the shortstop, shaded over towards second base. Mabry in the hole. And the pitch to the plate comes in low again, ball two. Two and oh. Time called, and Jerry Myers is going to make a trip to the mound. The Raiders do not have anybody throwing in the pin. So this is... uh, just a trip to try and calm this young pitcher down and see if we can get out of this inning. Got their best hitter up there with the cleanup man on deck who has uh, driven in or who has had a hit today. The number five hitter, Goldstein, actually drove in both of their runs with a double in the fourth inning. So, Coach Myers, uh, not only is he the head coach, he's also the pitching coach. Is headed back to the dugout. Two balls, no strikes on Nolan Shanuel. 440 is his batting average. Nine home runs, 28 runs batted in. In 23 games. The pitch took a strike at the knees and Ham took a little bit off that pitch and got it over the plate. Two and one. Two 
Benson pulled over in the right center for this dangerous left-handed hitter. Throw to first and the runner back. I think that's the first time Ham has thrown to first all afternoon. Of course, they haven't had many runners at first base all afternoon. Here's the pitch. Ground ball, passed right into right field. The runner's going to hold at second base as the throw comes in. And the Owls have them at first and second with one out. And for Shanuel, that is his first hit in the series. Ground ball just past the first baseman, D.J. Wright, who was holding the runner on. So now first and second with one out for Jackson Ross, who has flied to center and single to left. Raiders could use a ground ball here. Here's the pitch right in there for a strike. Nothing and one. 2-2. Two -two, we're in the bottom of the sixth inning. The Owls have two men on with only one out. And the pitch to the plate. Ground ball. Base hit. Pass third. They're going to score one. Ball still rolling in foul ground. They're going to score two. I know they hold Samuel at third. One run scores. That's going to be a double for Ross. And FAU takes a three to two lead here in the sixth inning. Third base coach originally wave, was waving Samuel home, but held him up as Galloway got the ball in quickly. That prevented another run from scoring. Hit number three, run number three off Jaden Ham. Here's Goldstein, and he fouls the first pitch away, strike one. With runners at second and third, the Raiders pull the infielders in on the edge of the grass to try and prevent that runner from third from scoring. And this uh, gives the advantage to the hitter, of course. One strike to count to Goldstein. Pitch the plate, just high for ball one. FAU has broken the tie with a run here in the sixth inning. It's three to two. One ball, one strike. Goldstein takes an off-speed pitch for strike two. One and two. Jaden Ham trying to pitch out of trouble here in the sixth. Comes set, checks the runners at second and third. And a ball driven to center field. Vincent coming on, makes the catch. They tag the runner. Here comes the throw. They're going to hold him up. And Vincent threw it on a line to Briggs Rudder at home plate. A perfect throw. I wish now they had sent the runner. That is out number two. That was a line drive, not a high fly ball, but a line drive to Luke Vinson. And boy, he made a picture perfect throw to home plate. Now they're going to walk Pendleton to load the bases. That's an intentional walk. 
And the base is loaded with two outs for Jake Millen. Ham's had good luck with him. He's uh, bounced out to the pitcher and struck out. Left-hand hitter stands in. It's 3-2 to two Florida Atlantic. We're at the bottom of the sixth inning. Infield back to normal positions where the base is loaded. And a pitch to the plate is a curveball that sails a little bit high for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Mellon, a left-handed hitter. Ham pitching out of the stretch. Popped up. Foul ground. Jennings coming over. I don't think he's going to have room. It's out of play. Just over that retaining wall, just past the Blue Raider dugout down the left field side. One ball, one strike to Millen. Florida Atlantic has taken the lead here in the sixth inning. Ham trying to get out of here in a bases loaded situation. The pitch right in there, strike two called. One ball, two strikes. Jake Millen, sophomore, left-handed hitter. Ham comes set, and the pitch to the plate swung on, and a little tap foul behind the plate. Count holes. One and two. Ham comes set with the bases loaded to pitch. Ground foul over by the FAU dugout. Count remains one ball and two strikes. Ready for another one two pitch to Millen and struck him out swinging with the fastball. Jaden Ham gets out of trouble in the sixth, but not before one run scores. A run on two hits, three men left. We have completed six full innings, and FAU leading three to two. Three runs, four hits, two errors for the Owls. Two runs, five hits, one error for the Blue Raiders. Three to two Owls after six on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of state farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. 
The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. FAU has made a pitching change here in the seventh. The right-hander C.J. Williams coming on for Jacob Josie. And he'll face Luke Vinson. And then the top of the batting order. C.J. Williams, 5'10", 180, junior right-hander out of Deerfield Beach. 23 appearances a year ago. Earned run average under two. So he is a legitimate reliever. And Vinson tries to bunt the first pitch and misses for strike one. So he'll find some of the numbers on Williams this season. There's a swing and a miss. And it is 0 and 2. Here's a foul at the plate. Count holes at two strikes. Williams appearing in his 10th game, 0 and 1 with a 4.72 earned run average. He has made one start. He also has one save. And comes inside to Vincent for ball one. So he is in a safe situation here. 13 and a third innings. He's allowed 11 hits, seven earned runs. Has walked seven, struck out 10. And opponents hitting 239 against him. The ball hit to center field. And not deep enough as coming in Du Bois will make the catch for out number one. The Breeze is holding the fly balls up today. And the batter is J.T. Mabry. Two for three. Doubled in the first, singled in the second, flied out in the fifth. Raiders trailing three to two. We're in the seventh. Williams pitch, a strike call. Nothing and one. Right-hander delivers on a ground ball hit over the pitcher's head. Second baseman backhands it. Frank throws to first and gets... Mabry by a couple of steps. So two up and two down in the seventh. Batter is Gino Avros. Avros, 0 for 3. Slide out, struck out, and grounded out. Here's the pitch. And it's in for a strike, nothing and one. Ball line to left field, a base hit. Goldstein over quickly to cut it off. And Avros at first base with his first hit of the series, a line shot in the left. It's hit number six for the Raiders. And of course the first hit off Williams who just came in to start this inning. Two outs, a runner at first for Brett Coker. Pitch to the plate is outside and in the dirt, stopped by Pendleton. One ball, no strikes to Coker.
Runner at first, ball hit in the air to left field. Goldstein coming on, should get there and makes the catch for out number three. That is all in the seventh. No runs, a hit. One man left. And in Boca Raton, it is seventh inning stretch time. We'll take a break. Back with the bottom of the seventh after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Raiders trailing 3-2 as Jaden Ham's first pitch to Dalton Frank comes in high for ball one. Frank, a right-handed batter, takes the pitch outside and it's 2-0. There is some stirring and some activity down in the Blue Raider bullpen. This is behind the fence down the left field line. I can see somebody throwing. Can't tell who it is. Pitches a strike called. It's two and one to Frank. Frank has grounded out and struck out against Jaden Ham today. Pitch comes inside. Ball three. A lot of scouts here today with their radar guns out. Checking out Jaden Ham. And well, they might. Three balls and a strike, the pitch. Ball four, that was a very close pitch and called a ball by the plate umpire. That will be the third walk allowed by Ham. And one of those other two walks was an intentional pass. Runner at first, nobody out. Here's Jalen DeVoise. Third baseman Jennings shortens up. Throw to first and the runner back. FAU leading three to two. We do not get need to get two, two runs behind in this game. 
Another quick throw over there, and he's back. When Ham throws to first, he does not lob the ball over. He throws his best fastball over there. Du Bois waiting patiently at the plate. She might uh, expect him to be bunting with the top of the batting order coming up next. We'll see. He is around a bunt, pushes it foul, and that one hit the top of the FAU dugout. Skipped away, and the race is on for the youngsters out there to get them a foul ball. One strike to count to Du Bois. Armando Albert, the shortstop, waiting on deck. There is the bunt. Ham picks it up. The only play will be to first, and a close play, but he gets the out. Nice job by Du Bois to move the runner down. Play goes pitch to first for the first out. Down to second, Dalton Frank, who drew a leadoff walk. Coach Myers coming out. He's looking down to the bullpen. He has not made an indication yet as to what he is going to do. Top of the batting order, three left-handed hitters coming up. He's got some lefties in the pen, and that's going to be all for Jaden Ham. Gets a nice hand from the crowd here. They appreciate good pitching here. So we will have a new pitcher coming in. We'll take a break, tell you who the new pitcher is when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Raiders' new pitcher is James Sells, sophomore out of Winchester. Sells will be making his ninth appearance. He has a couple of saves, one and two record with a 5.48. Earned run average, 23 innings. He's allowed 27 hits, 14 earned runs. He has walked seven, struck out 17. Opponents hitting 303 against him. He has given up six home runs, and that is the most for any pitcher on the Raiders staff. But he's also come in in a couple of tough situations and picked up a save, so we'll see what he can do here. Against the top of the batting order, Armando Albert. 0 for 3, a left-handed batter. 
FAU has a runner at second base with one out. That is Dalton Frank, who drew a leadoff walk from Jaden Ham. Sells first pitch, misses outside, ball one. Sells a product of Tullahoma High School. And delivers the pitch, and it's low and inside for ball two. Two and oh. So Ham goes six and a third. He has allowed three runs on only four hits. He is, of course, responsible for that runner at second who walked. There's a strike call, two and one. So three walks, three strikeouts, and a hit batsman for Jaden Ham today. He's down by a run. Swung on in a line foul down the left field line. Count to Albert. We'll go to two and two. Hardigan, the DH, is the on-deck hitter. Two balls, two strikes to Armando Albert. Check of the runner in the pitch. Missed outside, ball three. You got heavy hitters coming up behind this guy. Both left-handed hitters, Hardigan and Shanuel. Say foul pass first, rolling down into foul ground down the right field side. Count holding at three and two. What out here in the seventh? The Raiders trail three to two. Low ball four. Two walks in the inning. Runners at first and second, one out. And the batter is Mitchell Hardigan. He has been safe on an error, has struck out, and has walked. Well, the Raiders did have a base empty, and this uh, does set up a double play situation, so it's not all bad. The pitch is outside to Hardigan, ball one. But if you don't get this guy out, it's uh, It'll be tough with that big left-handed hitter coming up next. There's a strike on the outside corner. Good pitch from Sells. One and one. Big hole on the left side as the shortstop Coker swung over towards second base for this left-handed batter. Ball hit into left center. Curving, Galloway running catch, and we'll get it back in quickly to second base, but not in time as... The runner at second, Frank, got back in there. That was a great catch by Jackson Galloway in left center. The ball was curving and fortunately curving toward him as he charged, made the grab, hit the ground pretty hard, and then came up throwing. So that is out number two in the inning. That play deserves a star, if I can draw one here. Here is Shanuel. 
Takes the pitch low in the dirt. Ball one. Good block by Rudder. Rudder's first and second. Boy, you got to be careful with this big guy. Got his first hit of the series in the sixth inning. Slapped it right past D.J. Wright, who was holding a runner at first base. Fouls this one back to the backstop. One ball, one strike. The leading hitter in the league at 440. Nine home runs. 28 runs driven in. Stands right on top of home plate. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Just missed outside, ball two. Two and one. Sells in relief of the Raiders starter, Jaden Ham, trying to get out of this seventh inning. Two outs, two on. Ball three is outside. It's three and one. Now you've got to come into him or load him up for the cleanup hitter, Ross. Three-one pitch, and got the breaking ball over. Full count, three and two. Check of the runners. They're off and low ball four. Shanuel draws a walk. Three walks in the inning. Two outs, bases loaded. Cleanup hitter Jackson Ross, who has singled and doubled and flied to center. Two for three. Sells, tough spot here in the seventh. Pitch to Ross, right in there for a strike. Took a little bit off that one. Gets ahead in the count. One strike the count. Greater infield playing normal. Which means they're not shading one way or the other. Swing and a foul. Right at the catcher's feet. Sells ahead in the count. Two strikes. Raiders, Raiders haven't done a whole lot of shifting in this series defensively. That is, moving a guy to play short right field or something like that. But they have moved the infielders around some. Here's the 0-2. Check swing on an outside pitch. One and two. Bents it over a little bit into right center. One ball and two strikes. Right-hander comes set. Fly ball. Galloway moving over. He's got room. Coming in a few steps. Still coming. Makes the catch for out number three. And Sells gets out of the inning. In the seventh, no runs. No hits. There were three walks and all three runners left stranded. So we have completed seven full innings. 
here in Boca Raton. It's Florida Atlantic 3, Middle Tennessee 2 as we go to the 8th inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the eighth inning and get late. The Raiders trail three to two. CJ Williams will come on for his second inning of work for Florida Atlantic. He pitched a scoreless seventh inning, giving up one hit. He'll face Boyd, Rudder, and Galloway here in the eighth inning. Jeremiah Boyd standing in, takes a strike called. Boyd's had two hits today, two for three, and has been safe on an arrow, so he's been on base all three times. Williams with the pitch, breaking ball in for a strike, nothing and two. High ball one. One ball, two strikes to the Blue Raiders' designated hitter. Swung on, fly ball, left field. They were playing shallow. Center fielder Du Bois has to go back and makes the catch near the fence in center field for out number one. Boy, it almost got all of that one. One out in the eighth. Here's Briggs Rudder. Swung on, hit it right off the end of the bat over by the Florida Atlantic dugout. One strike to count. Rudder takes the pitch inside. One ball, one strike. Jackson Galloway waiting to hit next. And the right-hander delivers high for ball two. Two and oh, the count to Rudder. Swung on, the ball hit into left center field and deep. I don't know if they're gonna get that one. That one is going to be off the fence, out around the 380 mark. And into second base goes Briggs Rudder. That double will put the tying run at second with one out. Bring up uh, Jackson Galloway. Second hit off Williams. The seventh hit for the Blue Raiders in the game. 
Callaway has a single in three trips. Williams, the right-hander, comes set. And the ball hit high and deep, but foul down the left field line. Needs to get out of play, and it is going to be caught out there. Oh, what a catch. My goodness, that was the shortstop. And foul ground. Caught that high foul fly for out number two. First thing I thought of when he hit that ball, that's too high. It gave him time to get over there. Here's DJ with a runner at second and two outs. Right today looking for his first hit. Williams with a pitch. It's low in the dirt, ball one. Wright reached on an error and scored in the second inning, grounded out in the fourth, walked in the sixth. Briggs Rudder, the runner at second with two outs. Williams takes a look back that way. And the ball is fouled off to the right, out of play. One and one. I think any kind of ball that's going to be hit to the outfield, if it falls fair, I think you're going to see Rudder coming. But now he's going to be removed for a pitch runner. So it'll be Bryce Simlar coming in to pinch run for Rudder at second base. So Simlar will be the runner, and the Raiders will put uh, have a new catcher coming in in the eighth inning. Here's the pitch, and it is taken for a strike by DJ. One ball, two strikes. Simlar, the pitch runner, at second base, two outs. And here's the pitch from Williams outside. Two and two. Tying run at second. Two outs here in the top of the eighth inning. Raiders trailing three to two. Williams comes set and delivers. And the breaking ball foul to the left side. So the count holds at two balls and two strikes. And our DH, Jeremiah Boyd, chased that one down. Two-two. And the pitch swung on and fouled out of play. DJ waited on that pitch. It was an off-speed pitch. Got the bat on it and fouled it out of play. Count holding it two and two. 
Williams comes set and the pitch. Swung on and lined foul down the right side. That went over the berm. Count holding it 2-2. This is a battle. Here's the pitch. Strike three called, and the inning is over. Pitch over the outside part of the plate. That's all in the eighth inning. No runs, a hit, one left. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. It's FAU 3, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Bottom of the eighth inning is just past the top of the hour here. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer with you from Boca Raton. The Raiders down by a run as we go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Need a shutdown inning here from James Sells. Dylan Goldstein will lead off, has a double in three trips. Takes the first pitch low and then the dirt bounces away. One ball, no strikes. Goldstein, Pendleton, and Millen here in the eighth inning. Strike called inside corner fastball, one and one. Jared Pitato is behind the plate now for the Raiders. Briggs Rudder was removed for a pinch runner in the top of the inning. So Pitato now catching. Swung on, line drive. That one is going to be in for a hit. Galloway picks it up on one hop, gets it back in, and Goldstein has his second hit of the day. A leadoff single here in the eighth. It's the first hit given up by Sells, who came in in the bottom of the seventh inning and then got the side out after issuing a couple of walks. Here's Caleb Pendleton. Flied out in the second, grounded out in the fourth, and was issued an intentional walk in the sixth. Takes a strike call, nothing and one. Pendleton, the catcher, had two home runs and accounted for seven runs batted in last night. 
seven of their 13 total. And tried to bunt and fouled it off. The count goes to two strikes. Raiders in the ninth will have Jennings, Benson, and Mabry. Eight, nine, and one scheduled to bat. Well, first, we got to get out of this eighth inning. Pendleton takes just outside. I think Sells thought he had him struck out. Ball one, one and two. Sells comes set, throws to first, runner back. Now he's ready with a one-two and a foul straight back. Count holds at a ball and two strikes. Again, a throw to first, the runner back. Jaden Ham pitched well today, went six and a third. Gave up three runs on four hits. There's a ball hit into right field. Going back, Avros will make the grab. Get it back into the infield for out number one. One out with a runner at first. The batter is Jake Millen. Ham struck him out to end the sixth inning with runners on after they had scored a run. So Mellon steps in, left-handed hitter with a runner at first and one out. And the pitch missed low and inside, ball one. Men's tennis on a western swing this weekend. Lost at Oklahoma yesterday, but uh, we'll... Try to get back on tomorrow at Texas Tech. The pitch. There's a good fastball at the knees for strike one. One and one. Most of the scouts pulled up stakes and left when Jaden Ham left the game. That shows you who they were here to see. The pitch. Lined. Fair, that's trouble. Down in the left field corner, down the left field line. A run is going to score. That's going to be a stand-up double and a run batted in for Jake Millen and an insurance run for the Owls. Lined it the other way down the left field line. It got all the way down in the corner and foul ground. And Goldstein, the runner at first, was able to come all the way around. And for Millen, only his fifth run batted in of the season. Second hit, first run off James Sells. And the batter is Dalton Frank, the second baseman. 0 for 2 with a walk. Fastball strike, nothing and one. 
4-2 FAU. It just gets a little more difficult now. Here's the pitch, swing and a miss. Two strikes. Break the number eight hitter in the order. Sells, comes set, checks his runner at second, and it struck him out swinging. Frank down on strikes for out number two. Sells gets his first strikeout. And this is Jalen Du Bois, the center fielder. He is grounded out, popped out, and laid down a sacrifice bunt in the seventh inning. Two outs and a runner at second. And a ball smashed past D.J. Wright into right field. Rolling in foul ground. Another run is going to score. That's going to be a double for Du Bois. Hit it just past a diving D.J. Wright down the first base line and fair into the right field corner. Coming in to score was Mellon. Second double in the inning, and the shortstop, Albert, will be the hitter. So it is now 5-2. to two. FAU adding on here in the eighth inning. Sells turns, looks the runner back to second. Here's the pitch. Albert takes a strike. Nothing in one. Couple of opposite field doubles in this inning. Inside to Albert, ball one. The left-handed hitter, Mellon, Double down the left field line. The right-handed hitter, Du Bois, double down the right field line. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Low ball two. Five to two, the Owls leading. Swing and a foul back to the screen. Two balls, two strikes to Armando Albert. Shortstop, leadoff hitter for Florida Atlantic. And the pitch. Breaking ball misses outside. The count goes full. Three balls, two strikes. Runner at second base, Du Bois. He's got good speed. And here's the payoff pitch, and it's outside, ball four. Third walk given up by Sells. Runners first and second, two outs. The batter is Mitchell Hardigan, the DH. 
Two on, two out in the eighth inning. Two runs have scored. Pitches a strike call to Hardigan. Nothing and one. Raider pitchers have walked six in the game. One of those was an intentional pass. They've got the runner picked off, and the runner at second had such a big jump. Du Bois, when Sale spun and looked at second, Du Bois was halfway to third, and no throw was made. The runner at first stayed put, so give uh, Du Bois a stolen base. I thought we had him picked for a moment. Here's the pitch. Hardigan drives it to right, a base hit, another run is in. As the throw comes in, runners will be at first and third. So Du Bois comes in to score. He would have scored anyway on that from second. Give Hardigan an RBI. Over to third goes Albert, and it is six to two. The batter is Shanuel. Hitting to a double play and had a base hit in the sixth inning, his first hit of the series. Has been hit by a pitch and walked. Fouls this one at the catcher's feet. One strike to count. He's the eighth man to bat in the inning. First and third, two outs. Outside. Six to two. FAU leading. Here's Sells with the pitch. Missed the knees. Two and one. Pitch to the plate. Ground ball to first. Wright has it. He'll make the play unassisted and end the inning. But the damage done in the eighth inning, three runs, three, three, no, four hits, and two men left. We will go to the ninth. Raiders need a big inning. They trail by a score of six to two. You're listening to Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. 
Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the ninth. The Raiders trailing 6-2. to two. Gabe Jennings leads off against C.J. Williams. First pitch, a strike call. Jennings 0 for 3. Benson next. There's a ground ball in the hole. Albert picks it up. Long throw to first, and they got him by a step. That was a nice play by the shortstop, Albert. One out in the ninth. Here's Luke Benson, been hit by a pitch, has struck out and flied out, 0 for 2. First pitch to Vincent is outside for ball one. JT Mabry, the next hitter, Benson Bunts. Pretty good bunt down to third base side. They're not going to get him. That's a base hit. Williams came off the mound, tried to backhand it, and when he didn't pick it up cleanly, he knew that that, uh, the deal was done there. Third hit off Williams. Benson at first, one out. Here's JT Mabry. Two hits and four trips for the Raider leadoff man. Williams, the pitch, outside, ball one. Benson leads it first. And the pitch to the plate, hit in the air to right, moving back and getting under it there is Mellon. He'll make the catch for out number two. And the Raiders are down to their last out. Gino Evros will be the batter, had his first hit of the series in the seventh inning. He's one out of four. Takes a strike, nothing in one. Two outs, runner at first, the pitch. High, one ball, one strike. Outfield not deep at all for this right-handed batter. And he hits it high in the air. Shallow left field, shortstop back, left fielder coming in. It'll be the shortstop making the catch for out number three. And that is all in the ninth. No runs, a hit, one man left. C.J. Williams closes it out for FAU, and the Owls win it by a score of 6-2. to two. FAU improves to 14-10, and 10, and now 2-3. and three. In conference play, the Raiders drop to 11 and 11. They are also two and three in Conference USA. 
Stay with us. We'll be back. Our postgame show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Welcome back. Welcome back to our postgame show as FAU wins the second game of this series, 6-2 to uh, give them a series win. The Raiders will try to come back tomorrow and avoid a sweep but uh, right now Florida Atlantic leading uh, Middle Tennessee and that's the eighth straight win for Florida Atlantic in the series for the winning Owls six runs eight hits they committed two errors left nine 
for the Raiders. Two runs, eight hits, one error. The Raiders also left nine. Josie picks up the win. He's three and two, and Jaden Ham takes a tough loss. He is also three and two on the season. We'll be back to wrap it up for you after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. So Florida Atlantic's taken the first two games in this series. They win today 6-2. Raiders, just as they did last night, got off to an early lead, picking up a run in the second inning on a, a an error, a hit batsman and a base hit by J.T. Mabry to make it one to nothing. In the third inning, the Raiders uh, got a leadoff walk to Coker. There was another error and a single by 
Jackson Galloway drove in uh, the second run. It was two to nothing. And the, that lead held until the bottom of the fourth inning. Jaden Ham gave up his first hit uh, of the game in the fourth inning after hitting Shanuel. Uh, Ross singled and Goldstein doubled to drive in two runs. And it was two to two. The tiebreaker came in the sixth inning with Ham on the mound as he gave up uh, a walk, base hit to Shanuel, and then a double to Ross to drive in the tiebreaker to make it three to two. And then James Sells uh, came on and worked the last couple of innings, gave up uh, three runs in the eighth to make the final read six to two in favor of Florida Atlantic. Six runs, eight hits, two errors for the winners. Two runs, eight hits, one error for the Raiders. Josie, the starting pitcher, goes six innings, allows two runs, one earned on five hits, and he picks up the win. And Jaden Ham goes six and a third, allows three runs on four hits. He takes the loss. He is three and two. Josie with the same record. Teams will come back tomorrow for the final game in the series. It will be an early start, 11 a.m. Murfreesboro time. We'll be on the air with the broadcast at 1045, and we hope you will join us then. Eric Swan is scheduled to pitch for Middle Tennessee. Until then, thanks to all of you for listening. Jackson Smith has been our studio producer. This is Dick Palmer giving you a very pleasant good afternoon from sunny and windy Boca Raton, Florida. We'll see you tomorrow with more Blue Raider baseball from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGNS.